0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton.
1: All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and uh, Brady, and it's time for another big show. And uh, there's been a lot going on, at least I'm, I'm assuming there's been a lot going on, because I know I've been at a game every night.
2: Yeah, I mean, there hasn't been like a huge quantity of games, but I feel like of the games we've had, we've had good quality
1: Yes, uh, I am going to uh, start the uh, the show with a small uh, rant disclaimer. Oh. Whatever you want to do it.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay,
1: <laughs> folks. You have to be aware when you're out in public. <laughs> Two things happened to me at uh, Saint Clair the other night. Oh, that I, that I that I'm I'm annoyed enough that I've got to say something. We're gonna get this out, and then we're gonna have a good, positive show. But we gotta—Dennis has got to vent a little. N- number one, okay. The the new setup at St. Clair—I love the new gym and all of that—but the parking lot is small. There aren't a ton of spaces. You cannot park your vehicle taking up two spots, you idiot. Okay. <clears throat> That's one. Especially, like, oh, it, it's. It, it wasn't even a nice vehicle. Like, we're, we're not even talking about a vehicle that was, it was a rusty beater. Park in one spot, let somebody else have the other spot. There are only 14 spots in the damn parking lot. It is a small parking lot. Okay. It is a small parking lot. I squeezed in because I didn't give a damn that that person wasn't able to open their driver's side door once I was in there because that was a spot and I was taking it. So word of the wise to any Northern fans, uh, get there as
2: early as you can. Otherwise, you're parking on the road or you're going to have a long walk. Yes. All right.
1: So that was was number one. So I was already kind of edgy getting in there. But I got in. I was fine. We had a great first half. Uh, it was a good ball game. Marine City was playing hard. Saint Clair was playing for a title. Then at halftime, somebody uh, came up to the table, which is fine. The, the they actually weren't talking to me or anything, although they stood right in front so, of me while I'm doing my stuff. Quick
2: reference: Dennis sits at the table up top with the TV crew. I bring my own table just because I don't. I kind of like this the side court view. Dennis likes the elevated
1: view. Yes, uh, I'm I. Did hockey my whole career? I like to be up, looking down on on the venue, um, and and it's just it's a lot less of a hassle if I can just. But anyways, they they are having a conversation that I was not involved in with something else. It was not malicious. It was not on purpose. But they got tangled up in my cords and knocked my stuff off the table. Now you say, well, no big deal. Just pick your stuff up and and keep going. It doesn't work that way. Okay? The, The mixing board hit the ground and became unplugged. The computer needs to know, recognize the piece of equipment. When you replug it in, it doesn't. And there's a lot. All the settings have to be. Long story short, there was a large gap in my game where nobody could hear anything because I had to redo everything and basically start from the beginning again to get it going. It was a hassle. And it wasn't necessary if you're going to talk to somebody on the other side of the table, go around to the other side of the table. Don't stand in front of me because I don't take half time off. I'm still mm. talking and, and doing stuff. and, oh. and again, I, I know it wasn't done on purpose, so I'm, I'm not accidents happen. But it's like the accident could have been avoided just by paying a little bit of attention and going, oh, there's a guy working here. Maybe I should go stand someplace else.
2: So if you're wondering why there's a little bit of technical difficulties on Wednesday night, that was why.
1: Okay. I'm better now. All right. Because it was, um, for, for three quarters at least, it was a, a really hard-fought game, And then St. Clair was the better team, and they came out and dominated the fourth quarter. And want the game. But we'll get to all, all of that because we're going to start with the a- girls. Anything though.
2: else to get out of your system before we we, we flush it away and talk about s- some basketball and a little bit of hockey?
1: No, I could complain about the guy that I was behind driving home from McMorrin oh, last yeah, night, but that's that happens that's all, been, all yeah, the That time. happens in, at any time. So uh, take a break, and then we'll get started talking girls basketball.
6: Quality Computer Solutions is an all inclusive IT managed services provider for large, medium, and small businesses. Let QCS become your business's IT help desk supporting desktops, laptops, phone systems, servers, backups, security, and more. You manage your business, we help you manage your technology. Already have an IT staff? QCS provides staff augmentation to help guide you through enterprise level projects. Are you concerned about security? Is all of your data properly backed up and protected from cyber attacks and ransomware? Call Quality Computer Solutions at 8 8- for a free on-site security assessment. 888-956-6066.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul.
1: Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you're back with Dennis and Brady. I'm in a much better mood, so let's talk some girls basketball now. All right, where are we starting? Well, we'll start uh, with... uh, the uh, other night, you were at the uh, Port and High-Gross Point South game, and, and I, and I want to hear about where you think uh, the Lady Redhawks are at right now because this is a team that just a couple of weeks ago we were sky high on, and it's not like they're playing bad basketball. They've Teams lost are a, beating them by 20. They've lost essentially the last three games by the same exact
2: score. They've lost 42-37, 42-37, 43-38.
1: And again, okay, three really good
2: teams. Yes. Yeah, so it's like you said, but they've lost four out of five. And I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on it. They came out and they were up like 11 to four and they were buzzing. And I'm going, all right, this they're going to be OK. And then it was 1515 at the end of the first. And it just felt like. Gross point South had that little bit of edge. They would take the lead. Gross point South took the lead into the half. And PH in the middle two quarters, their offense went away. They scored 15 in the first. And in the second and third quarter combined had 10 points. And it was, I don't know exactly what it was. Because in the fourth quarter, they started to come alive. They got it to, I believe, two, two points. And they had multiple possessions to tie or take the lead, and they just couldn't do it. They couldn't hit that big shot, and at least in this game, and I don't know about the other two, but the feeling I got was they just didn't have that it factor, and that's a kind of a weird way to describe it. But you know you watch some teams that you know are really good, and you just go, okay, they're going to make a shot, and they're going to win this game. And it just never felt like that with P.H. And they had players playing well. Deja Brown was was uh, public enemy number one for Gross Point South. They they covered her. They were trying to not let her get the ball at any means. And she still had 11 points. Her and Ileana Williams each had 11. Mariah Turner, she had six. So did Ava Weber. Izzy Trombley com, uh, contributed a couple of buckets. But they just never had enough to get over the hump and part of the reason was
1: is their offense basically disappeared for 15 minutes and, and and again um because they have Williams and because they have Brown we both feel like that shouldn't happen even Weber and Turner
2: they can fly around um I mean Gross Point South is a pretty quick team Maddie Bernard is a heck of a player she had 22 for the Blue Devils but I I Here's the thing that I'm trying to figure out. So late December to early January, I mean, they're scoring 63, 53, 52, 56, 39 in a win over Yale. And then in, in the losing four of five, they haven't gotten over 40 points. And the one time they did win, they scored 50. Yeah. so the offense comes and goes and when it's there it's good that first quarter I'm going all right we got ourselves a track meet this is going to be a race to to 55 and it's gonna be a fun game and then pH's offense just couldn't find find it um I, I don't know there there's a little bit of everything I haven't seen them enough to really make a conclusion again. It's weird because you feel like there's more in the tank, but they're also competitive with everyone in the MAC red, so you know they're not a bad team, and they're not losing to teams they have no business to. And I don't know what happened to Gross Point South during their four-game losing streak. That's a good team. Yeah, That's a damn good
1: team. Like well, said, well, that's the other thing. You go, wow, well, they're not scoring 50 points, but the teams they're playing, if you look at their body of work, they don't give up 50 points. Right. But they just, I don't know.
2: they They don't have, or they didn't, at least in the game I saw, have that mojo where when you you had those really good teams, like, you, like when Crosslex was on their run, they were down, but you're like, they'll be fine. You just knew. And they had those guys that would take over the game. And Port Huron tries to run everything through an offense. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is for Port Huron because they're not a bad team and if they were in the white, they'd probably win the white, but they're going to have to get through some red teams if they want to win the district. Good news is they have a little bit of time to figure it out.
1: All right. Uh, Northern uh, played at home on uh, Wednesday, lost to Utica 43-25. to uh, I didn't see any numbers for, for mm-hmm. this game, but they were hoping to have a couple players uh, back. But uh, if they did, it, the rust factor, or uh, if they didn't, you know, again, we've right. talked about this ad nauseum. If you ain't got your your guns, you ain't going to be shooting. No, no, not at all. But a big win. Marysville wasn't shooting particularly
2: great, but they found a way to knock off Warren Cousinow, and that coupled with another result in their league, the Mac blew on its head. That was a huge Win for Marysville. Yes. They beat Cousineau 35-32 in the win for the Vikings. Avery Wolters only had 15, but it was Ryan Quain had 13. She hit three threes in the win, and that makes all the difference in the world. And defensively, Marysville locked it down and knocks off Cousine O., who was near the top, and Southlake, Gets upset in overtime against Chippewa Valley. Gives them their first loss. So right now, Marysville and Southlake tied at 5-1. and Cousin six and 2 Who happens to play tonight? Southlake goes to Cousin
1: Yeah, so you know that one of them is going to lose. It's technically a three-way tie for the top right now. Yes. Um, be- because of the games played and all that. And actually, if you look at it, Marysville and Southlake still have four league games left. Right. Um, and, but, one,
2: and one against each other.
1: Yeah. Uh, but uh, Marysville uh, has Lance Cruz tonight, who are They're the last-place team in the I Blues, saw them play Monday. So Mar- Marysville's going to win.
2: Yes, because Lance Cruz won't put up enough shots
1: to even get to 40 points. <laughs> so, uh, you – if you just go out and get your job done uh, tonight and win, uh, you know that South Lake or Cousin O, one of them is going to lose. Well, either, and that's good for you. Either Cousin O
2: is eliminated from the race, or you have sole possession of first. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm assuming you would prefer a Cousin O win, but South Lake with the win, you still get to play them, so you still control your own destiny.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the bottom line here for for Marysville. If they take care of their business the rest of the way they're going to win the blue.
2: And that's four wins in a row for Marysville and they're starting to find a little bit of uh, mojo. They're going to win their fifth in a row tonight. Like they, I don't see a way that Marysville drops this one at Lance Cruz. They just they they beat him earlier in the week by 18 and it could have been a lot more. Like it was a decisive 18 points. They, but they have to go um Oh, actually, excuse me. They haven't played Southlake yet. I, for some reason, I thought they did. They play Southlake twice in a four-day span. They go there on Monday, and then they host them next Friday.
1: So that that's that's a lot of uh, basketball. Uh, kind of be, uh, again because of the, the the weather situation this year, we're having a lot of weird weeks where teams are actually playing their two-game series in the same week. Right, like you'll have tonight with the Marysville boys in Marine City. Yep, that that'll be the second time well, they played. The Marysville, and Marysville girls Lance Cruz are playing yeah. for the second time this week, just to get these games in and and get it all played. Um, so yeah, you, especially more so with the girls than with the boys. I'm I'm looking at the at this blue here, and it's more like the BWAC where they're only halfway through their schedule. Right,
2: but uh, I mean, again, they started a week later, so they're naturally a week behind the
1: boys. Yeah. Um, all right, so. Uh, Staying in the Mac, Marine City beat Roseville forty-three to uh, twenty-five, and uh, Marine City it now has a full game lead in the gold. And if they beat Lakeshore tonight at Lakeshore, well, they which, already beat on Monday. Yeah, and and Lakeshore is three and eleven this year. That clinches no worse than a share of the uh, gold uh, title. So the Lady Mariners are going on the floor tonight, trying to win a league championship. And then who do who do they have to win it outright? Because
2: I know it's nobody that they should be an underdog to. Uh, let me pull that up real quick.
1: Well, they're done with Frazier and St. Clair. and right. those are the next two closest teams to them in the standings. They
2: they have to. Pl- oh, they play Claussen at home.
1: Yeah, and Claussen hasn't won a game uh, in the league and has one win uh, this season.
2: Jeff Austin can get mad at me, but congratulations, you're league champs.
4: <laughs>
2: you're not. You're you're outright league champions. Frazier, I mean, unless unless you drive to the wrong school and have to forfeit because you don't get there in time, you're league champs. You're not losing to Lakeshore. You're not losing to Clawson. Uh,
1: you know, I'm not going to argue with you on that. Nor- normally, I don't like to do that, but yeah, no. Mar- Lakeshore, and Clawson, this.
2: Lakeshore and Clawson, if you combined their average points per game, barely outscore Marine City. They averaged 23 and 23.7. So they combined for 46 and change. Marine City averages
1: 45.7 a yeah. game. I mean, uh, Jade Blanchard could outscore both those teams by herself.
2: Congratulations, Marine <laughs> City. You heard it here <laughs> first. Outright Matt Cole champions.
1: All right. Uh Romeo beat Anchor Bay thirty-three to thirty onward uh, rock. Gets onward, rockets. New Haven fifty-seven, Clintondale thirteen. Uh, New Haven, I think, has already clinched the the bronze. Uh, technically, they have to win one more game oh, to okay. clinch a
2: share because they're seven and zero. Hazel Parks five and two. Yeah, okay. Remember so that, that Hazel Park team wins. you saw at the beginning of the year? Yeah. Against Marine City. Yeah, that that that's their stiff competition. Yeah, Mar- in I the think bronze.
1: Marine City beat them sixty something to eleven or. And whatever they, it was. that could have been the halftime. A lot, score. Yeah, that could have been a lot worse. Uh, in the uh, the Bevac Crosslex beat Elmont the other night 48 to uh, 30 um uh, I don't know the last time you looked at the the lady standings uh Brady you actually look at the standings more than I do but our is 7 and 0 Yale 6 and 0 and Crosslex is 6 and 1. Oh yeah. And nobody else matters at this point because they've all I mean they've basically avoided each other except for that
2: one Crosslex loss. Yep. They're all going to come it feels like in a flurry where those six games or whatever they're going to play against each other are going to be like, bang, 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 and then the dust is going to settle pretty quickly.
1: But it doesn't happen tonight. Armada's at Algonac. Yale hosts North Branch, and Croslex hosts MLA City. So unless there's an upset, everything should kind of stay the same at, and the, at the top of the BWAC.
2: I mean, maybe North Branch can beat Yale, but it just feels like there is a divide between the top three and the rest, and then the middle two, Emily City and North Branch,
1: have a divide between the bottom three. All right. Uh, and then uh, as far as uh, last night was concerned, everything was up in the thumb. And as we know, there are death taxes and Aldemont and his Sandusky uh, Wolves. They beat Ubley 33-16. to Maggie Kinath had uh, 12 points. Eight straight wins now for Sandusky since uh, they lost that apparition to Harbor Beach, I guess.
2: Well, Harbor Beach is a good team. Then they made them look like not a good team the second time they played. It feels like whenever we read a Sandusky score, Al spun a wheel before the game and goes, you're the leading scorer tonight. (laughs) You're going to be the one to score 10 to 14 points. And this is an ugly team that just beat Harbor Beach. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So, you know, this ugly team has some talent. It's just. Sandusky wins. That's what they do. Marlette beat Brown City thirty to twenty-one. Harbor Beach beat K-Pac forty to six. Bay City All Saints forty-six. Peck thirty-three. Deckerville beat Mayville thirty-nine to thirteen. And then Dryden beat Akron Fairgrove fifty-two to one. I don't know why one feels more demoralizing than zero.
2: No, I would rather have one. Well, it's, it's kind of. I don't know why it, it's also like, um, if you're like a school or even in college or pro sports, it's like, you haven't won a conference title since 1947. For some reason that feels worse than hearing they've never won a conference title. Cause at least then you can go, Oh, maybe they haven't been around that long or something. I don't know. One just seems for whatever reason, worse than zero real quick though uh you mentioned marlette got a win they have a game at sandusky next week which that was a pretty good game the first time around if marlette wins that it would force essentially a three-way tie in the gtc east
1: yeah marlette just kind of floating under the radar eight and four this year five and two in the east yeah they've they've been pretty pretty solid uh and uh so that will be a big game um, so we're not we're not gonna not gonna mail in this championship uh, just yet, but I still got a good feeling for I just put it this way until somebody beats Sandusky, Sandusky's my champ. Well, Harbor <laughs> Beach did and then got pounded by him. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Uh, to beating Sandusky, you got to beat him twice, and that's just really hard to do. but I just wanted to
2: keep that out there that next Thursday that's gonna be a pretty important game. Up in a wolf
1: territory. All right. Uh, We'll take a break, and then we'll talk about what's happened in boys basketball the last uh, couple of nights because there's been some big games there, too.
7: Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC.
2: Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy. Eye Comfort and Temperpedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of 5-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King.
7: Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred.
2: Marysville
1: PHASD.US and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, welcome uh, back. Uh, back on uh, Wednesday night, I was uh, in uh, St. Clair. Uh, and while some things didn't go right for me, uh, we had a good basketball game between St. Clair and Marine City. Um, first, kudos uh, to the uh, Mariners. Uh, they're outmatched, in, in the, and that's just being honest. They're outmatched. Um, St. Clair is the better team, but for three quarters, this was a scrappy Marine City team. Johnny Hand was just going off. He knocked down five threes in this game, scored 18 points. He was uh, terrific. Uh, Kyle Rickert and uh, Danny uh, Vandeviver added three-point shots. So, you know, uh, the, the Mariners were playing hard, and it wasn't that the Saints were awful and, oh, what are they? no. They're playing hard, and the other team was playing hard, and and through three quarters, we had a 36-31 basketball game. But this meant uh, a title for St. Clair to win this game. And they had already given up uh, the outright league title when they lost to Marysville last Friday. Yeah, uh, and they came out of the huddle to start the fourth quarter, and they had that little something in their eyes. Mm -hmm. And they won the fourth quarter... Uh, they they started with a, a steal and a dunk by Franz and you're like, okay. St. Clair wants this and then they get a stop and a Nesbitt three and it's like at that moment it went from being a five point game to being a ten point game and you're like St. Clair wants to win the title tonight. If it was a boxing match, it would have been a TKO right there. Yeah. Uh, and in the end, Braylon Franz scored 22 uh, points. He's Dynamite at the free throw line down the stretch because the Mariners played till the final buzzer, like they don't they don't stop. No, they they ended up losing fifty to thirty seven. But even though you know they're down thirteen, they're they're still fouling. They were still making offense defense substitutions. They're still trying to come back in the game right down to the final seconds. Um, we talk about this a lot. Now, Braylon Franz scoring twenty two points. Well, we expect that. Mm-hmm. But it's Jack Howell knocked down three threes, Uh, nine points uh, in the uh, game.
2: At least in the last four games, it seemed like and not necessarily Howell. It just happened to be him. But against Lakeview, Howell, I think, had three threes on three straight possessions. Against PH, he had a, a handful of threes. Against Marysville, didn't do anything. And against Marine City, he hits three threes. What's the one game they lose is when they don't get that secondary guy yeah. hitting threes. And for the past
1: week and a half, it's been Howell. Yeah, and Liam Nesbitt uh, did it at the free throw line. Four of his seven points, his last four points of the game, were all free throws in the uh, the fourth uh, quarter. Uh, and, uh, you know, Cooper Pennawell struggled. He had one point. So Drew McCartney comes in, and uh, I, when I'm there, as soon as he comes into the game, he makes a basket. Every time. And he he had five points, but at one point he came in and things weren't going well, and he gets the ball right away, bang, and won. Right. And he makes a free throw, and it's a big three points in what was a tight game at the time. So uh, I just – it was a really fun game. It's the way a rivalry game is supposed to be. But in the end, the right team won, and they won by 13. So if you didn't see the game, you're thinking, oh, Marine City cruised or uh, St. Clair Cruz against Marine City, it wasn't the case. It wasn't until the fourth quarter that, that the Saints really pulled away in this game and said, we are the better team. We are the team that's going to tie with PH for the championship and the silver. And that's what they did.
2: And congratulations to them. They get a piece of it. it was, uh, they were able to get it because of a big come-from-behind victory against PH last
1: week. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it's it's earned. It's very earned. I know they're disappointed they didn't win it outright. Um, and they were still talking about the Marysville game. Hey, it happens. Marysville shot well that night. The Saints didn't shoot well. So last year, PH went 8-2 and two and was outright champs. This year, they're 8-2, and two,
2: and they split it. Basically, the only difference is Madison couldn't win a game, so they yeah. didn't add into the... The equation at all and didn't hand
1: teams extra losses. Yeah. So uh, at at this stage, uh, Saint Clair and and PH the top two teams in the uh, silver, and I can live with that. Yes. Good. And 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 again, if you're looking, you're going oh the Marysville. What we just say, Marysol's won five in a row. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We'll we'll talk about them in a bit because well they, they had two days off after playing back to back, but if they win tonight against Marine City, they're above five hundred and they'll finish in a tie for third in the league. And we'll we'll talk about it more because there was a moment where I was getting pretty close to that panic button <laughs> for, for
1: for Marysville. All right. Some good games in the thumb on Wednesday, uh, as uh K Pack Edge Sandusky forty nine forty seven. This K Pack team's erratic. Like, there will be a
2: stretch where I go, okay, this is a good k Pack team. And then they'll go, like, 0-2 oh, in a week and lose by 15 each guy, time. I'm going, oh. And then they'll go and beat a good Sandusky team.
1: Yeah, I, I just uh, I, I, think the word for them is they're competitive in any night. They can step up and, uh, and beat somebody. Harbor Beach beat Ubley 56 to 35. Marlette uh, beats Memphis 74 37. Genesee, Edge Deckerville 46 44. That sounds like a good ball game. Uh, and Bay City All Saints beat Carsonville, Port Sandlack, 74 to 28. And that takes us to last night's boys' uh, hoop. And we'll start uh, in the MAC. PH beats Anchor Bay 62 62- no, 49. Yeah,
2: that plan- It was Anchor Bay won that one 62-49. You sure? I am positive. I know uh, Coach Rosenau was not happy with his team's effort last night. It was, uh, it was, I'm, I'll double check right now, but I'm Uh, 90% I went with
1: what was on the state website.
2: Well, then there was, yeah, it was reported backwards. It was a 62-49 loss for PH at Anchor Bay. Did not shoot well, um, and PH, the way it was kinda of described was they kinda of had the league title hangover where they probably looked at Anchor Bay's record, who was not good coming into the game. They were three and twelve, coming fresh off a league title, and went to Anchor Bay and Anchor Bay was hungry and got a got a big win.
1: Well, they do have it flipped now.
2: Yeah. We'll get that once in a while where whoever reports it just put it in the wrong
1: you're not supposed to do that. I know. That you're messes not. me up, but then I got to go do what I'm doing now. But anyway, uh, yeah, pH maybe
2: a um, a bit of a wake up call for them because that's a potential district opponent, and that's supposed to be one of the district opponents that they can handle. That's not a Dakota Lance Cruz North report here on Northern, or even Lance Cruz who who's who's in the blue and is uh, excuse me is in the gold and was one of the better teams in the gold.
1: I'm not worried about it. I really, I'm not. Like I, I I'm going to uh, cast it off as it was one of those nights. Um, they happen, and, and especially like you say, the the championship. You know, this was a non-league game. This was a crossover. The, the this is like the Mac tournament. I don't care about the Mac tournament. Oh. Well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I care how you're playing, and if you if you stack losses together like this, then I'd be more concerned. If they go on and w- beat whoever they play, which is probably going to be either Lakeview or Marysville, if they bounce back and win that in the first round of the MAC tournament, I won't be that concerned. But just don't let it happen again, and we'll be good.
1: Yeah, no, I like, like I say, well... One isolated uh, game. We're not talking about, oh, they won the league title, and now they've dropped four straight games, and they're losing the teams uh, one night on the road against uh, – I-, I can see where this happens, and it it really doesn't concern I me that I think the 13
2: much. points is what's more concerning than if they just lost, and it's a close
1: game, but Anchor Bay kind of took it to them, and Anchor Bay's been having a pretty down year.
7: Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, maybe they hit some free throws at, at the end – you're you're trying to catch him, and you're jacking up threes and shots that maybe aren't open. I'm not I'm not going to worry about this. Carswell had another good game. Foy had another good game. I'm going to look at the positives in this and say PH is fine.
2: All right, they just better win their next one and then <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll be all right. They got a week to think about it. Uh, New Haven beat Gross Point North fifty three to uh, forty nine. Uh, those are the max scores. Now let's go to the uh, the BWAC. Um, uh, Again, uh, Yale stays out in front. They beat North Branch 54 32. So the, the Bulldogs take care of business. Then we had the game of death here between Emily City and Croslex that you saw last night. Yeah. So,
2: well, the Yale North Branch game, North Branch had eight points at the half. Yale was smothering them, and North Branch is struggling to score and can't struggle to score against Yale because. Even if they're off, they're still going to get to 54 and get the win. So, Croslex is, I don't know if they're, the interest is, or the the, the Piper has come to collect for the last five years, <laughs> but Croslex can't catch a break this year. Show up, and Gavin Espinosa's in a big orange cast. So, he's not playing, and since he's in a cast, I'm guessing he's not playing for a little while. Yeah. And that takes away the leading score for Croslex. And they're one true score. Right. Because everyone kind of scored off of him for the most part. But Croslex came out spirited. Uh they they got up in the first quarter. They led ten to nine after one. And they are up at one point eighteen to eleven in the second quarter. And you're going, they're all right. They're they're figuring it out. Krampitz is playing pretty well. He's scored a little more. Campbell, Noel, Slanek, all had hit threes in the first half. And you're going, okay, they have the edge on on M.L.A. City. And Xander Nash is very quiet. He had two points at that at that juncture. But then M.L.A. City flipped the switch. They'd go on a 9-0 run to end the first half to take the 20-18 lead. Landon Jones was getting to the basket, and he was scoring kind of whenever he wanted to. Um he so they take the lead. MLA City then scores the next four points of the second half to go up twenty-four to eighteen, and Croslex could not get the offense going. MLA City holds Croslex to four points in the third quarter, only one made field goal, and at that point it's a it's a nine point game going into the fourth, and Croslex is playing catch up, and to be honest, they didn't have enough firepower to, to come back. That, they, hey, they might get it to five or seven, but then Jones would get a, get a make. Or, or Matt Evans would get to the free throw line. Jack Siegler had seven points in the win and played well. Uh, and, and MLA City just wasn't going to let a, a Croslex team down Espinosa, come back, and they put them away a 45-35 win. It was four years and 51 weeks. Since M.LA City had beat CrossLex, it was February 8th of 2019, and on February 1st of 2024, Emley City finally gets the monkey off their back. They beat CrossLex, and it keeps the Spartans in the title race.
1: Probably a little sweeter to them too that they did it on the road in CrossLex, because how many games have they lost in that gym oh, to yeah. Bwack opponents?
2: Well. Right, and it, it was not a lot and the same spot that the 90-18 game happened because that game, I think, was in their heads for a while. But I will give Emily City credit. They got the win. They didn't treat it like they just won the state title. Like They were excited, don't get me wrong, but they they, they know that their work is far from done, and they didn't go crazy. They were happy they won, but they didn't go overboard with the celebrating. Yeah,
1: no, and and they shouldn't because, like you said, the, there's a lot of work to be done in the BWAC if you want to win the title. And But if I told you before this game, Xander Nash would have four points. I'd have said MLA City's in trouble and they can't get Croslex out of their head. But Landon
2: Jones had 19 in a wonderful performance. Matt Evans had 9-7 from the free throw. Stripe Siegler with 7. Uh, they played well for Croslex. Krampitz had 15 Noel ended up with nine, but only five different pioneers scored and only two of them had more than five points. Yeah, and, and no Espinoza uh, and uh, Franzo Ronzo got hurt again. Of, yeah, he came out of the game. Croslex uh, is going to have to have some young guys step up. Otherwise, it's going to be a tough
1: road to the end of the season. Yeah, the, the, that's going to be the deceptive one. But what I'll say about that, too, is come district time, if they get healthy and teams are just looking at their record, you, you, but, you can get bitten. But they have to get healthy. And there's yeah.
2: not a lot of time left between now and districts. It's the end of the month is when districts start.
1: All right, Armada got a, a win over Algonac, 61-38, to 38, and Richmond had a non-league game. That's back-to-back game. Back wins for Armada. Yeah, uh, and uh, Rich- Richmond uh, had uh, a non-league game with Mount Clemens and lost that one 71-60, but that's my kind of basketball. I have no idea how good the battling
2: bathers are this year because sometimes... No, I mean, they're, they're not in anybody's
1: league right now. Well, they're...
2: Hold on. Are they Let
1: independent me- or are they playing no, a smaller league now? No, I think they're in, now? like,
2: the... Um, Oh, it's like the charter school conference. It's like the CSC, I think it's called. Yeah, they play with like Detroit Voyager, Pontiac Academy for Excellence. Basically, they didn't have a home, so that's where they found themselves in. Uh, they're seven and seven on the year, but they started one and four. They've been playing better as of late.
1: Yeah, actually, Mount Clemens is the reason Hazel Park is in the
2: MAC. Yeah, because Mount Clemens dropped like, out almost like, closed their school at one point, yeah. didn't they? Like, people, I don't think people realize Mount Clemens at one point was, like, Port Huron High. Like, that's how big that school was, and they were big rivals with PH. Yeah. Like, if you go back, I mean, Mount Clemens had, like, 1,500 kids in their school and were was playing D1 everything, and now they barely have, like, 200.
1: Yeah, which is weird because it's a big school and a, and a fairly big campus yeah their
2: enrollment is 213 yeah because they had to have down
1: the street from there because they had to have like
2: a a d1 population at one point so it's weird that it that happened actually it's funny if you're in marine city's gym they still have the mount clemens thing up for the mac because they uh that was before they dropped and hazel park joined
1: in so anyway speaking of marine city that's where i'll be uh tonight marysville and marine city Boys basketball, and you've got Northern and Saint Clair. That should be fun. Yeah, um, it's going to be kind of a measuring stick. Hey, if Saint, Cla- all
2: right, from Saint Clair's perspective, if they get the win, all right, now you're going. That's a team that's going to be the quality they'd see in a regional. Maybe Saint Clair can make a run if they're competitive. You go, okay, they're they're there. If they get blown out, you go, all right, this is a team that maybe can hope to win a district. If for Northern, you know they're pissed off. You know they're pissed off after laying an egg against Romeo. And St. Clair just happens to be the next team they play. And I think Northern, whether they'll say it or not, they kind of want to make sure they keep the crown of best team in the area because it's been kind of undisputed since they beat Cross-Lex last year that they're number one and everyone else is not just behind them, but it feels a little ways behind them as well.
1: Yeah. So th- that'll be uh, interesting, uh, and uh, just just watch out for people who park diagonally and knock stuff off your table. Oh, that's why I, that's why I don't hang out in the stands. So yeah. you're All a right. man of the people, Dennis. I am a man of the uh, people, as long as the people aren't being stupid. All right, uh, we'll take a break. and uh, You saw some hockey. I saw some hockey. Uh, a really good game uh, last night at McMorrin. Uh A rare tie, uh, and we'll talk about that in a minute.
6: Upgrade your business with Quality Computer Solutions, your all-in-one IT managed services provider. QCS becomes your IT help desk managing desktops, laptops, servers, phone systems, and more. You manage your business, we handle your technology seamlessly. Already have an IT staff? QCS provides expert staff augmentation for enterprise-level projects. Worried about security? Ensure your data safety with QCS. Call now for a free on-site security assessment or visit us at our website at QCSPH.com. Again, that's QCSPH.
5: Call us at 800-848-5150.
3: with my future
1: please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on port huron schools
7: hello this is tim sheridan owner of sheridan real estate and insurance in lexington a family tradition that started back in 1925 with grandpa sheridan promoting trust care and excellence sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs respected throughout the community and dedicated
2: KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com,
0: that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right. Welcome uh, back. Uh, on the uh, ice last night, it was actually a, a busy uh, night. Northern was on the road. They win uh, at Lake Orion 5-4. to uh, four. Ryland Chauvin and Bryson Smith each had two goals Silas Clink was in on all five Husky goals. He had a goal and four assists last night. Dang, uh, that's a pretty good game. Yeah, uh, especially he's a defenseman. Uh, and uh, Tim Monahan with uh, two assists. So Northern gets a, a nice uh, win uh, on the uh, road. Thumb Legion doubled up Port here in high four to two. Dylan Hubbard had a goal and an assist for the uh, Red Hawks, and Jax DeMille had their other goal. Uh, Thumb Legion hasn't recorded their stats for the game uh, yet, uh, so I can't tell you who did what for them. Uh, And then the game that I saw at McMoran Arena, Marysville-St. Clair Shores Unified. St. Clair Shores Unified started the season Brady two and six, and one of those wins was uh, a forfeit victory over Eisenhower because they had that oh yeah illegal the kid that got hurt in the Marysville game. Yeah, basically tipped him off that he was an illegal player. So so basically that. So basically they were two and sixteen, but they were really one and seven to start the season, and then they were on a ten game winning streak coming with, into this game. With
2: from what you saw. At least reported as the same lineup. Like you didn't when you went back and looked, there weren't any glaring omissions. Like, oh, no. Johnny came back and then they won ten
1: straight. No, but but I I think maybe because they have three goalies, so maybe they were rotating guys trying to figure out who was going to be the guy. William Young has to, in my opinion, has got to be the guy. <laughs> okay, we had a two-two hockey game last night. And overtime is eight minutes long in high school hockey. So we had a, a 2-2 game. There were 84 shots on goal. The goalies made 80 saves last night. And the 80th save was Young stopping Vernarsky on a one-timer with a second to go in overtime on a play where it was, I'm ready to go. They score, and Marysville wins uh, on a last-second goal to, oh, Young with a game-saving spectacular uh, save, and we're going to end in a 2-2 tie, which actually, for the way this game went, the way these two teams played, it was an appropriate finish. Sometimes, nobody deserves to lose. They, they, they both deserve to win, but you can't do that, but neither one of them deserve to lose. So, in this case, I am not left dissatisfied by a 2-2 game. And I think the funniest stat from here is St. Clair
2: Shores Unified had four power plays and they
1: were minus two. Yeah, uh, both Marysville goals were shorthanded. St. Clair Shores, it was a scoreless game midway through the first. They got the first power play chance of the game. And Ben LaValle made a great play just inside his own blue line. He stripped the puck away from the St. Clair Shores player, broke down the ice all alone, made a great deke, where he made the goal, he think he was going backhand, and then he came back around forehand and tucked it in. Beautiful goal, his 19th of the season, uh, and it's one nothing Marysville after uh, one period of play. Second period, well, later in the first they they thought there there should have been another penalty called it wasn't called and, and a parent had to be ejected. I was going to say is that <laughs> is that the
2: first parent ejection we've had this season?
1: Yeah, that that I can think of. Yeah, usually we we'll- The last one I had was at a basketball game. Yeah, that was last year, wasn't it? I think that was almost two years ago because that was Walker was playing for Marine City. That was two years ago, right? Yeah, it would have been. That was the last one you had. That's the last one that I can remember. I feel like we
2: had a, a, a string there of like a month where we had like half a dozen fans get
1: ejected. It was like, it came fast and furious. I just think people were, were the, that was COVID time and people were stir crazy that they finally got out of the house. Um, so it, it's it's one nothing going into the second and then kind of a, a similar play. Ben LaValle steals the puck on a penalty kill just inside his own line. Fires a bullet pass down the ice to Luke Thicke. He breaks in all alone. And basically the same move made the goalie think he was going to go to the backhand and pulled it back across forehand and stuffed it in, and that made it two to nothing for uh, Marysville midway through the the second period, uh, and and then St. Clair Shores the last five minutes of the second they started to pick up their play because. To that point, I thought Marysville was the better team, and I thought the goaltender, uh, William Young, was keeping the game close because he was making some great uh, saves in uh, net for uh, St. Clair Shores. Marysville was getting some good looks. And then St. Clair Shores started to come on, started to come on, and finally they got a rebound goal with 16 seconds left in the second to cut it to 2-1. to Mikhail Mowry, that's a great name too, uh, got the uh, the goal, so it's two to one after two, very early in the third. Just two and a half minutes into the third, uh, Caden Gersh ties the game at two to two, and it's back and forth for the rest of the third period. Each team had chances to win it. Ten seconds to go in the game, face off in the Marysville zone, and St. Clair Shores Unified had two chances. Camden Gersh, who had scored the tying goal, got a rebound. Brady, it was a wide-open net. It was an empty net, and he is three feet in front of the crease. And I'm, like, ready to rack up a heartbreaking loss right. for Marysville in the final seconds. I don't know what happened, but he didn't shoot the puck forward at the net. He shot the puck sideways sideways back into the goalie, Wynn, who was off to the side of the net. He had been pulled down out in a scrambly play, and he shot it right back at the goalie instead of shooting it straight ahead into an empty net. And that sent it to overtime. No, oh, that was... because the puck at the goalie oh. came out, Win scrambled back into the net, and uh, uh, another kid, Oleski, had a point-blank chance, and Win made the save. And then we went to overtime. That one he actually made the save on, it didn't just hit him. Yeah, no, that, that one he, he scrambled back in, and he made, he made a big save. So they screwed up, but they got a second chance, and then Wynn made a, made a great save. Then we go to overtime, and again, the overtime period, up and down, chances, Lavalle had an early chance for Marysville. There were chances for St. Clair Shores. And then with, with thir- I believe it was 13 seconds left, the faceoff was in the Marysville zone. So you're thinking, well, St. Clair Shores wins the draw. They've got a chance. Marysville needs to win the face-off, clear the zone, and be settled with the tie. Right. Marysville won the face-off, but they weren't settled with the tie. Somehow, they got the puck up the ice uh, in a flash, and Ben LaValle actually was in the left circle with four seconds to go, and I thought he was going to shoot because he had a good look. Mm-hmm. And he looked up and he saw Gavin Vernarski wide open on the other side. And perfect feed, perfect one-timer. Vernarsky didn't miss. He hammered it. And Young slid across, stacked the pads, and made a save just before the buzzer. It, it would have counted. It would have been a goal. There would have been tenths of a second left on the uh, the clock in overtime. It was just a, a, a great up-and-down game. The shots were 44-40 for Marysville. There were 10 penalties in the game without a power play goal being uh, scored. A couple of St. Clair Shores kids got 10-minute misconducts. Um, nobody was happy, but in the end, it was the right you result. were happy. It was the right result. It was a great game. These two teams were pretty evenly matched. 2-2 two to two is the right score for me. The The teams might argue with it. The, they might say something different. Certainly, there's a parent out there that's saying something uh, different, But that's why they don't send parents to broadcast right. the games because the officiating wasn't what was going on last night. What was going on last night was two good teams played a good hockey game and it ended in a 2-2 tie.
2: All right.
1: So that's where I'm at on that. And I got two more hockey games coming up on Saturday. Uh, the first one's at noon. See Marysville again against Gross Point North, and then at two o'clock, it's a uh, PH and Anchor Bay. Yeah, you get a couple of games where. Well, for Marysville, I,
2: I don't. I don't think they'd be satisfied with the tie uh, tomorrow.
1: No, a, a tie tomorrow would be like a loss to them. They are the better team than Gross Point North, and they hammered them the first time they played them. Worth bringing up. We mentioned where
2: we are tonight, but uh, Mooney can clinch a share of their league title with a win at home against Liggett tonight. Uh, Richmond goes to Almont. That's Almont's only loss in league.
1: Uh, If Almont is the real deal, they will take care of home court. And they get Richmond on the
2: back end of a
1: back-to-back. Yeah, Almont's got to win this game. Uh, and, And if they don't, I'm sorry, I have to take the stance that they're a nice team, but they're not one of the big boys. All right. Uh, Port here on Northern
2: for girls. They're at Ford. PH is at Eisenhower. They need to win in a big way. We already talked about Marysville going to Lance Cruz. They should win that one. St. Clair I'm going to pick as the favorite over Roseville down in Roseville in girls' hoops.
1: Yeah, And if they get that one, that basically guarantees that they're going to finish right. Right ahead of Roseville in the state Because
2: Roseville has been playing the Bottom of the league and Saint Clair had been playing the top of the league, and they yeah. kind of came out with the same record. Uh, Armada at Algonac and Girls, we mentioned North Branch at Yale, Emily City at Cross lex in Richmond at Elmont rounds out and, uh, the uh, Marine uh,
1: the, City tonight too, right? Uh,
2: yeah, Lakeshore. that was a that's a reschedule, yeah, because we didn't have that on the original yeah, one. They, they, they've got Lakeshore. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna a beat a win that. Gives, gives I've already I've title. already. 49 to They have to 18. play the games and make it official. 49 to 18. There we go. I'm reporting it first. <laughs> so credit me when you tweet out that they clinch a share. And if it's 49 to 18, then I was really right. And then the hockey's the only thing, I think, going on Saturday. And then, well, we'll get into next week when we get
1: there. All right. That's all you got? That's all I got.